0: back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining, by the way. Much appreciated. Do appreciate you. Do, I do, I do. Please don't forget to follow me on the Twitters, the Grams, at RMK Madness. Check me out on the tubes if you're not watching right now. Feel free to watch the pod. Not just listen, but to watch. Yes, yes, you can. I've got cool stuff. If you see. In the background. Cool stuffs to look at. Cool stuffs. I know. I'm a strange one. I don't know. I don't know what to say for that. For those, that are just listening and not watching, you're probably like, "What the hell was that last ten seconds about?" Well, I was pointing out some of the cool stuff hanging up. in... In my pot area, you know? Just 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 you know, showing it off a little bit. <laughs> okay, anyway. Once again, thank you for joining. <laughs> I hope everyone's weekend was well. I really do. I didn't do shit, to be honest. Uh watched a lot of new Japan pro wrestling. I watched football. I watched the damn Lakers win the NBA title. Because, not that I care for the heat, but come on, man. Like, it's just not fair. LeBron gets to just team up with Anthony Davis and everything works out just fine. Just doesn't seem right. Really, I'm just still a little salty over the Nuggies losing, but that's okay. That's okay. And, yeah, just MLB, the Divisional Series kicked off. I mean, a lot of stuff going on. But now we're starting to, you know, wind down. And it's going to be weird this year, right? Because as football starts to wind down, basketball, hockey, that's starting to ramp up. But I don't think that's going to happen this year. Because, number one, they're already pushing. They've already pushed shit back for a while. Okay? The twenty. 21 season, technically. They've already been pushed back in hockey and basketball. So then, what's gonna happen if shit gets worse with the COVID? Because it's gonna, duh, because cases are rising in a lot of parts of the country and we're heading into that flu season. Like, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. And that could affect when sports come back. It could affect the football season as it already has. So speaking of, let's just get right into that because there's plenty of shit to talk about pertaining to COVID, right? Now, you got the Denver-New England game that was already pushed back to Monday. Now that's getting moved to week six. Son of a bitch. Melvin Gordon on Twitter upset about it. I don't, I, I get it. You know, they've been working. All week to play New England. <laughs> now they don't get the game. It's considered their bye week, and they didn't really get to enjoy their bye week because they spent it practicing for New England. Now a lot of teams are getting screwed. You know, New England's kind of getting raked over the coals here. They, but it, it, this comes down to the the NFL's plan was well, shit. It it just is. They can't keep kicking. We got the Buffalo Tennessee game coming Tuesday. Today, well, technically I'm recording this Monday night, as you, many of you are, well, aware. <laughs> so Tuesday, today, Tuesday, whatever, Buffalo, Tennessee, fingers crossed that we're getting that, right? That was a terrible finger crossing. There we go. So, but the, the, when it comes down to it, this is a shit plan. Like, what did they think? They were the NFL and, oh, we're just, <clears throat> we're the NFL. We don't have to worry about COVID because we're the fucking NFL. Like, you would think they'd have a much better plan given they had so much time before their season actually started and given they could see what happens with all the other leagues. They saw what happened. They, they, it just blows my mind. Because if this is their plan, if this is their plan to just keep pushing games down the road, if you have these issues, these breakouts... That's, that, that's going to catch up to you at some point. So, I think it's too early to tell how the hell the rest of this NFL season is going to go. And Dan Quinn got fired. Let's just keep piling it on. Which is probably, in, in, in the end, a good thing for the Falcons and Dan Quinn. It just seems, hey, they had a good run. They got close. They went to the Super Bowl. They should have won the Super Bowl. But hey, tip of the cap. It was a good run. It's probably time to go the separate ways. But there is some positive news. Sunday, Alex Smith, whom quite a while ago, broke his fucking leg on the field of play. He again took to the field this past Sunday. And finish the game. Kyle Allen got hurt. Alex Smith went in. Stayed in. We'll see how it goes going forward. He wasn't spectacular. But it was great to see, man. He came all the way back. He made it. Even if he never plays another den in the NFL. Fuck, man. And he, I'm sure he will. But even if that were the case, he did it. He made the He completed the comeback. He did. But again, it came from an injury, which is never good. And yet again, there was plenty of injuries. They did nothing super crazy, super crazy, right? But still some injuries and a couple of pretty big ones. So just a, a mini infirmary discussion. And the big news was obviously that Dak Prescott, done for the year. Now, I'm sure Andy Dalton will step in and be fine, but most of all, I I just... See, kids? See, kids? This is why you go for the guaranteed fucking contracts. Well, not necessarily even guaranteed. This is why you don't take bullshit when you're a quarterback. This is why... Well, any player. This is why you don't take that bullshit. This is why players hold out. (sighs) Because now, Dak's sitting there on the fucking franchise tag, and he's hurt. Some bullshit. It's some bullshit. No long term security right now for Dak Prescott. Yeah. Even though he just, you know, sacrificed his ankle. Yeah. And it just it's a bummer, man. Dak should have got paid. It's a shame he didn't. It really is. And now he's done for the year. Done for the year. Had surgery. Sounds like the surgery was successful, but he's done for the year. It's a bummer, man. I'm not even a Dak or Cowboys fan. I mean, I guess I'm kind of a Dak fan. I kind of like him. And I appreciate him coming out about the the mental illness Have people in my family that suffer from that. I've dealt with my own shit personally. Most of it related to my addiction, but still, you know, depression, anxiety, any type of mental order, you can even throw addiction shit in there. A lot of shit that runs rampant in my family throughout. All those different types of things. It's tough to fight. I appreciate those willing to step out and talk about it because I'm more than willing to. But, you know, it means something a, a little more coming from those high-profile athletes and whatnot and really any type of people that, that others look up to, you know. It's good for them to say something. and That's why I try and say something. I don't have a ton of people looking up to me or anything like that, but I do, I do got some kids. Those kids look up to me. So if anything, I will speak up because I would want them to speak up, you know. I want them to see that, hey, that speaks for the truth. We must do the same. Yes. Following our father's footsteps. Of, well, I hope they don't turn out too crazy, like me. <laughs> Any So, Dak, done for a year. That's a bummer. But again, it's Red Rifle time, and I'm sure he'll be fine. Cowboys might even win the division. They might even win a playoff game with Red Rifle. You never know. He's not ever had this kind of cast around him and you know anything spectacular during his time during the game no but give him some time I'm actually interested to see because this isn't a question mark this is what he was brought in for right Andy you were starting quarterback for the Bengals for a long time not once did you have until they got Joe Mixon but then they had no fucking offensive line for him but you have not had a Zeke Yes, you had A.J. Green for some years. Mm -hmm. But now you've got three of them, basically. Maybe not all exactly like A.J. Green, but you know what I mean. Trusted, awesome receivers. So, this is a much better setup for Mr. Andy Dalton than he had in Cincinnati. And I think he can be good enough. The issue with the Cowboys really is their defense. So, mm. obviously, there's a drop off. Andy Dalton's not Dak Prescott. Not what I'm saying at all. Somebody I, on Twitter said something about Booger possibly saying that Dak. That were I'm sorry, that Dallas was was possibly better with Dalton than Dak. No, 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 no. Dak is the man. Okay. Should be said more often. A little bit underrated, in my opinion. I mean, as someone who's rooted for the Vikings in the past, I would gladly take a Dak Prescott over a Kirk Cousins. But, again, we'll see what happens with that situation being, he's on the franchise tag. Are they going to give him a fucking contract? Is he going to want a contract? From these cocksucker cowboys, huh? Jerry fucking Jones. Johnny Walker Blue. He likes to preach about this ca- cowboy family. Well, take care of these motherfuckers, man. <sighs> mm. Mm. Moving on. Let's go. Keep it going with the infirmary. Baker also hurt himself. Got a little rib shot. Sounds like the test results, the MRI results came back fine. So it looks like he'll be okay. He's just dealing with some pain, soreness. We'll keep up on that though, right? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin fucking Cook. Well, he was supposed to have... Did they actually get the results of the MRI? Well, let's find out. But he hurt his fucking groin during the game. At one point, looked like he was trying to come back in. And, well, of course... No real news about the MRI other than Mike Zimmer just saying it went well. We'll see how it goes this week. Okay, fuck you, Zimmer. I can't stand it. Um, So it looks like we'll see. Sounds like there was no bad news with the MRI. So we'll see. I I know I've said that like eight times already. A record-breaking. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. (laughs) So. As the week progresses, keep an eye on Dalvin Cook. See what he does. Maybe we'll need Madison this week. Or, if you ask me, Mr. Mike Boone. We'll get into him later. We'll get into him later. Deontay Johnson. He left the game, the Pittsburgh Philadelphia Battle of Pennsylvania game, with a back injury. Tomlin is optimistic. Uh, was optimistic when speaking about the situation on Monday. We'll watch how that progresses. A.J. Green also left his game with a hamstring injury. Is this the end, man? Because this motherfucker is getting older. Injury riddled. Like, this hammy's going to keep him out a couple weeks, I imagine. Like, are we seeing the end of him? There's a little thing going around where he might have possibly been mouthing the words when he was on the sideline on Sunday, just trade me. What good are you going to fucking do anybody, bro? Like those first two weeks, Burrow targeted you a shit ton. Catch a fucking ball. Like, I'm an AJ Green fan. And it's kind of sad to see what's becoming of him. And if he's really going down to the just trade me shit, are you really that unhappy there? Or... or Are you missing that you haven't looked the greatest either, bro? maybe, Maybe that's related to unhappiness. I don't know. I don't know. Weird situation, but he's hurt. DJ Chark also left his game, as did Sammy Watkins. Chark has the ankle. Watkins the injury. We'll address all of the injury stuff, obviously, in the second part of the week during the big infirmary section. That's right. We'll get into all that stuff, of course. And as always, you can check out my shits, my articles, my writings. You can check it out on playerprofiler.com. And my weekly infirmary report. So check that out. You should go on there now. And I had three articles come out last week. I had the infirmary report, which was one. And then I had a Damien Harris puff piece. And in player profile is a metric of the week series. I tackle a dot average up the target. So make sure you check out some of this stuffs that I wrote because it's good stuffs. It's good stuffs. I promise. So that's what we got for injuries. I mean, it, it, it probably could have been much worse. So to begin the week. Not a huge list, but let's see how it progresses. Everything progresses. Well, let's see. We'll see. I know I said so much. I must stop. But now that we've got this madness out the way, let's get into the rest of the week five. Apologies, that was a, oh, much, much bigger hit than I had realized. Sorry, getting into a little bit of the green right there. Anyway, let's get into the rest of this week five analysis, shall we? And let's begin with where I was wrong and, 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 you know, where I was right. So where I was wrong. You suck, you jackass. I really thought James Robinson would have another fucking good game. He ain't disappointed a little bit. And I know there's going to be a lot of people running to like, ah, see, he told you he wasn't much, but it's a bad game, okay? There is another rookie I'm a little worried about Played in the Monday night game. (laughs) I'll get to him in a a little bit. Um, Also, I really thought the Browns-Colts game would feature much more of a shootout with much more passing, so I thought we were going to get more from the quarterbacks and receivers in that game, and really, the quarterbacks just got a bunch of interceptions, but Jonathan Taylor had a solid game, Kareem Hunt, but I mean, I I just, the passing attacks for both teams let me down in that one, gotta be honest. The G-Men, I was wrong. I thought the Cowboys were just going to roll him. And even before Dad got hurt, the G-Men were keeping it close, man. Slayton had a good game. Devonta Freeman was solid. Daniel Jones still isn't playing great, and that might be a problem. But hey, they played a lot better than I thought they would. Thank you, Evan Ingram, for a touchdown. Like, hey, there you go. There you go. Got some action from the Giants. Which, you know... People talked about and they said, yeah, that horrendous Cowboys defense. And I'm like, still, the Giants aren't playing good at all. But hey, 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 they got a little bit done. little bit Didn- didn't win, obviously. <laughs> hey, all I mean is Zacchaeus. I really thought if Julio sat, Zacchaeus would fire away, and he did not. It's a damn shame. Now, where I was right, where I was right, that's right, I said the cards would bounce back, I specifically said Kenyon Drake would not really, though, although he did have an okay game, but Chase Edmonds, I said I liked him, he played well, Christian Kirk got a little bit of run, obviously, again, it came down to the Kyler Murray DeAndre Hopkins show, but... Much more production from other parts of the offense. And I feel, really honestly, like this offense is just going to keep getting better. Kind of like they did last year. Because, I mean, they do have new pieces this year. You add in Hopkins. I do think as time goes on, it is improving. Yes, it is improving. Travis Fulgham. Now, I didn't go apeshit on him. I had talked about him a lot early on in the offseason. And then I kind of gave up on him when Detroit cut him, right? They're the team that drafted him. They need help at wide receiver. And they cut him. So I was like, huh. Wonder how he missed. And then in a couple of leagues, I picked him up when I saw him pop up on the Philadelphia Eagles practice squad. And then I told you last week to get his ass if he was out there, because look at his fucking player profile. So hopefully you got a piece of Travis Fulgham. Kudos to you if you had the balls to play him this week. I had an opportunity to in quite a few leagues. Because I got him in, in a handful. And I only, I only did it in one. I don't know why. Looking back, I'm like, why didn't I do it more? I should have known. But really another area where i kind of got it wrong was the whole philadelphia pittsburgh game i thought philly would be in a little bit more trouble that Phil that pittsburgh defense yeah they can surrender to the passing but i just man i thought it was going to be a lot more rough of a day for wentz and the eagles i'll put it that way but they put up a hell of fire almost won the damn game before i get into that miles sanders (laughs) I mentioned last week, she would be concerned. And we're going to get more into this game. But I I am going to point out one more part where I was right. And that was Darnis Johnson. One more player. Because everybody was quick to spend a shit ton of money on him. I said, chill out. I said, actually, keep an eye on John Trill Hillier because you can get him cheap. He's got the better player profile. And it was a Kareem Hunt show, like I fucking figured it would be. And yeah, Dearness Johnson still got more run over Hilliard, but not getting anything crazy. In other words, what used to be a Chubb-Hunt sh- situation has not all of a sudden turned into a Hunt-D'Ernest situation, no. It's Hunt featuring the occasional D'Ernest action show. So, it's the Kareem Hunt show overall. So, you, that's, a, that's all you need to know. Is Kareem Hunt is going to smash. And that's what I said. That's what I said. So, that's where I got right. We talk about wrong, right. We all get it wrong and right. Everybody that talks this shit. So, you got to take your lumps when you get them wrong. But it's nothing wrong with we'll getting a little braggadocious when you get some shit right either, in my opinion. But back to the Philadelphia-Pittsburgh game. Deontay Johnson, such a disappointment because this has just been nothing but injuries to start out. The, The foot issues, the concussion, and now he's got a back problem that apparently Mike Tomlin is optimistic about, but still. But it really would it have mattered because this was a Chase Claypool game, if that being... Seven catches, 110 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. He was all over the place. Previously mentioned Travis Fulgham, 152, and one touchdown off of 10 catches. And again, he killed it for you if you played him. I wish I had played him more, but I again I really felt like Pittsburgh's D was just going to be able to because Philly's offense has not looked great. They have not. But Wentz got it going, and Travis Fulgham, you see, you see what happens when Carson Wentz has that prototypical X-type receiver, right? Because that's normally what Alshon Jeffrey would be in that offense. Travis Fulgham is working the Alshon Jeffrey role, and then they have a deep threat, right? And it seems like they got Greg Ward playing a little bit of the slot, maybe? But regardless, I like Greg Ward, but Travis Fulgham... He's got that body type. He's got the profile of that number one type receiver. Can he become that? I don't know. Pro- profile says it's in him. My biggest thing would be, does he get the opportunity if Alshon Jeffrey comes back to Sean Once they start getting healthy at receiver, they're going to keep using Fulgham? Because once Jeffrey comes back, that's that's his spot. So what are they going to do? Because at this point in time, me personally, I'd probably rather have Fulgham. And that's not just based off the past two weeks. That's, again, I've been touting this dude back to the offseason. But he got cut by Detroit. So I, I kind of forgot about him for a little bit. Pops up in Philly. Hey, check out this motherfucker. This is the dude I was talking about. Pay attention to him. He's worth owning. Miles Sanders back to him. I don't know. Yes, he had two touchdowns of like 80 yards. But his longest yard, or his longest run, I should say, was 74 fucking yards. That's the majority of his yards. So in all his other carries, he got six yards. And and I'm not necessarily questioning Miles Sanders, the player. But he is getting nothing from that, like nothing when it comes to help with the run game, it would appear. So you almost need him to break a run, whether it be like he did on Sunday or by catching a pass. You almost need him to break a big one to get you a big fantasy day. And at this point, that's a little concerning, you know. And I put it more on the Eagles' offense than the player itself, but it's still concerning as fuck. So something to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on. And the Colts' offense. I mentioned them previously with the whole... What the fuck? Phillip Rivers... Now, I know he didn't play great last year, but that was also... There was a lot of circumstance with that team in L.A. And I thought moving to fucking Indianapolis where he has Frank Reich and where he has... An abundance of weapons, although they lost Paris Campbell, they lost Michael Pittman, and let's face it, they didn't get the, the right, you, you know, you see the same thing with Tom Brady in Tampa, he's having a little bit of trouble getting used to his new teammates and stuff because not only are they new to each other, but the pandemic has kept people from, and players, teams, coaches, from doing this shit normally the whole off season, So it's been a struggle. And so I can kind of get it. But man, I still expected a little bit more. I said we'd get a T.Y. Hilton signing. Kind of. I mean, (laughs) six for 69 yards. He got to, you know, almost 13 points in PPR. Could be worse. (laughs) The Dolphins, man. Woo! They smacked the four. They straight... That's right. They fucking smacked the 49ers. It was great. Jimmy G got benched. Moster was solid in his return, 11 for 90. I still had McKinnon in a couple of lineups this weekend. And because at first glance, I was like, mm, he should still get enough run. But I didn't think the Dolphins were going to smack the shit out of him like this. And uh, no, it seems like Moster is getting his... His bulk of the work back. And uh, McKinnon's going to, you know, he'll probably have a game here and there. But unless there's another injury, the Jerk McKinnon time might be a little bit over for now. They seem to love them Mostert, And hey, he's done well when he's in there, man. You can't even dispute it. Out of all those fucking San Francisco running backs, throughout this year, when healthy, Mostert's been the best. He has. And the most efficient. So, I may love me some Jerry McKinnon, but that's the truth. This is the truth. And hi, Preston Williams. It's so good to see you. I can tell you how happy I am <sighs> to see you. Hi, Preston Williams. Dude went for fucking 106 yards and a touchdown. Four catches? Fucking finally, Preston Williams. Where you been, dude? I know, I know, I know. You had the injury. I got it, I got it. But I'm so happy to see you. This is great. I would like you to continue this and keep it up. And as a matter of fact, I would like to see the Dolphins just continue to kick everybody's ass. Actually, I think it'd be funny if the Dolphins actually won the AFC East. It'd be fucking hilarious. With, with the beard. Or Tua. Whichever happens. I don't, I don't care. Go Dolphins. They're kind of, I'm not. I'm not hating on it. Kind of enjoying the Miami train this year. This is interesting, you know. Yeah, the crazy run by the Miami Marlins, the crazy run by the Miami Heat. I mean, why the fuck not? A crazy ass Miami Dolphins run. I, I'm all for it. Why the fuck not? Las Vegas. They upset Kansas City. And you know what? It sucks because last week I could have swore I felt this Las Vegas Raider just boom, pummeling, this upset coming. And I so I had picked the the fucking Raiders to upset the Bills. But I thought for sure this week the Chiefs would get them. And I just, a a week late, my gut was a week late on the feeling of the upset. Or maybe my gut was telling me, no, next week, bro. But I just wasn't listening. I don't know. All I know is, (sighs) Mr. Carr, the Raiders, they got the upset. Welcome back, Henry Ruggs, to action. Only two catches, but for 118 yards and a TD. In my guillotine league, so fucking mad. Had I just fucking played these guys? Fuck. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> I really need to play Henry Ruggs. In one league, I really needed Henry Ruggs. In another league, I really needed Preston Williams. But it, Preston Williams, as I'm like, I'm going to bench him this week. And of course, he's going to have a good game. And that's what happened. With Henry Ruggs, I'm like, Mm, it's always iffy when a dude comes right back from injury, especially anything that has to do with, like, the hamstring, right? Because you're always worried about that getting re-injured, particularly that first game back, right? Remember Adam Thielen from last year, right? So, I was a little wary of the Henry Ruggs. And he had a good game. Good for him. I'll be happy to use him next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Josh Jacobs also had a good game, 77 yards, two touchdowns, not bad, not bad. Rams, the Rams, we got to talk Rams. Because the running back situation, what do we do? Darryl Henderson led the way with 15 carries, but it was 38 yards. Yes, he got a touchdown, but when you compare that with Cam Akers, who had nine carries for 61 yards, come on, man. It's a more efficient so it's going to be interesting to see how that backfield plays out. I do believe, at some point, the cream rises to the top. And I do like Daryl Henderson. And I know Sean McVay is going to ride the hot hand or whatever. But I do think more often than not, that will be Cam Akers. Oh, God damn you, you stupid thing. <sighs> Excuse me. Excuse me while I turn off this stupid Anyway. So, that is my opinion on those running backs. That the Cam Eggers will rise to the top. And also, a Gerald Everett sighting. Look at all these sightings we're having. We, we've got a fucking Preston Williams sighting. And we have this Chase Claypool sighting. And then we have a... a we have the... Christian Kirk sighting. Well, kind of, a little bit. And then the this, uh, the half-ass T.Y. Hilton sighting. And then we have a, a Gerald Everett sighting. Four catches for 90 yards. Look at all these sightings. It's just so amazing. I just, I know. You're getting carried away and, and I'll relax now. I got you. I got you. I feel what you're saying. I feel you. The Ravens, they fucking rolled the Bengals, didn't they, huh? See, that Ravens backfield... I'd like some sort of clarity, but there just seems to be nothing. It's just chaos. It's just, we'll throw this guy out here for this time. Mark Ingram isn't doing great. Gus Edwards is highly efficient, but not used enough. J.K. Dobbins is great catching passes, and he's not used enough. I just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, to be honest. And so I would fade all of them for now. But I do think you trust Mark Andrews, you trust Marquise Brown, and that's who fucking Lamar is going to go to, okay? You might get a little game from Miles Boykin or something like that out of nowhere. But I think that's what you're going to get. Eventually, I would think you'll see Mr. Dobbins used a little more in that passing game, but we'll see how it goes. We shall see. Teddy. Teddy B. Hmm. Dude just keeps rolling. He just keeps rolling. As does, really, Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson. A couple of guys I kind of missed on. I I traded Robbie Anderson away in a couple of leagues. And uh, it's kind of a bummer. He he would have been helpful in at least one of them. (laughs) He would have been mighty helpful. And then Mike Davis, I just didn't think was going to be able to do, you know, even close to what McCaffrey would do, but he's been great. So the Carolina offense finally coming together. Everybody doing their thing except for one guy. But oh, whoa, 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 whoa. bam! DJ Moore. And we had a DJ Moore sighting. Another sighting. DJ Moore. Four catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Thank you, DJ Moore. Good to see you, my friend. Don't disappear next week. Don't do that. <laughs> Joe Mixon. That's what he did. He was like, hello, everybody. I- I'm still here. And then then this week, he was like, I'm going back in the hole now. No. The Texans finally won, as I, I predicted they would. And is it Brandon Cook's time, finally? I mean, Will Fuller still got some action. But Cook's leading receiver. Eight catches, 161 yards, and a touchdown. This is what I was talking about at the beginning of the year when I was talking about these fucking Texans receivers. Brandon Cook's. He's the one to watch. And... He's finally had a good game. Let's see if he keeps that momentum rolling. And then we'll just walk it into Monday night. Finished watching the game not too long ago. It was a fun game, kind of. I was rooting for the Chargers to come out and make it a hell of a game, and they did. Should have fucking won that game. I had the goddamn kickers. Kickers. Doinked the Chargers kicker. At the end of regulation, doinked that ball off the fucking upright, and then in overtime, the Saints just took it down the field and scored a fucking touchdown. Oh, no, they didn't. I just watched it. How did I fucking... <laughs> took it down the field, and they kicked a field goal. And then, the Chargers went, were driving down the field, and Herbert passed Mike Williams, and he almost had it. And it was like a half yard shy of the first down. Thus, turnover on downs. Game over. Saints win. Fucking lame. I was enjoying the first half when the Saints were getting puddled. And part of that is because <clears> of <throat> gate. And at the time, a diehard Vikings fan. That's when I was rooting for him, Or during the period of time when I was rooting for him. And man, in every which way we beat that Saints team. Except for on the scoreboard. It was crazy. And you just hear about the shit that they did and the shit that their coach said and what they'd pay the players to do. It just... I got a thing. I got a thing with New Orleans. There's just some... And how everybody would talk about Drew Brees. And I'm just... You know, now now Drew Brees has more critics. But a couple years ago... Maybe two, three. I started chirping about this. And I fucking said the Saints were frauds. That's why all the Vikings fans were happy a few years ago with the Minneapolis miracle when we beat the Saints. I'm like, they're not good. And then last year, year before, whatever year it was. Yeah, last year when they beat them in the playoffs and then got smoked by the Niners. I was like, yeah, whoop-de-doo. We beat the Saints because they weren't going anywhere in the playoffs, in my opinion. Drew Brees ain't that guy anymore. That team is fraudish. That's just my opinion. But it's kind of been proven the past few years. I'm sure it'll be proven again this year. And damn you, Chargers, you almost had that one. But they played well, man. Kid Herbert looks fantastic. Justin Jackson seems to be the lead back right now. That's a shame. My boy Josh Kelly, I was all excited for him. Mr. Joshua Kelly. And he's just... He's not doing enough. He's just not. Justin Jackson's playing better. They got to roll with the guy they're playing better, man. Big Mike Williams. Five catches, 109 yards, and two TDs. Great game by the Chargers. They did everything right. Kicker missed the fucking field goal. And then you go into overtime. And... Hey, defense goes on the field first, and you can't stop the Saints. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Shame. It's a shame. Because the Saints weren't even all that impressive. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders went for 122 yards on 12 catches. But other than that, there's nothing overly impressive fantasy-wise. And even in the game. I mean, it's just it's it's a shame. I feel like the Chargers, but you, you hate when that happens in sports, man. Sometimes when the better team for the game loses the game, it's crazy to hear to hear it come out. Like, it sounds crazy. And, and I am a little crazy, but it also very much makes sense. I promise you. It's just like what happened with those Vikings during that Saints game way back when. Bounty gate and all that shit. We were the better fucking team. But... AP fumbled the ball a few times, and Brett Favre's brain was fucking rattled towards the end of that game because they were trying to murder him. Game over, man. Game over. That is right. Game over. Pot overtime. But before we go, before we go, a little waiver chatter. As we talked about Travis Fulgham, Chase Claypool, we talked about those guys, right? Well, they may be gone now. But, Fogum in particular, if you can get your hands on him, do. Because Chase Claypool, while I like, and in Dynasty, yeah, get him, but in a redraft, people are going to go nuts over this guy. And there's no guarantee he keeps that up all year. Remember, Deontay Johnson got hurt. I mean, they still have Juju. They still have, Fucking James Washington, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron fucked up in that game a few times. So maybe they don't have Eric Ebron. <laughs> Point being, there's no guarantee Chase, Chase Claypool's is going to explode every week like this, right? But in Dynasty, ooh, yeah. You want you some Ch- Chase Claypool. because. But again, it depends. What are they going to do? What are they going to do at quarterback after Ben? It's not behind him on the bench. Are they going to try and trade for, like, a Darnold? Maybe they take a chance on Dwayne Haskins? I don't know. I don't know. Jameis Winston? Mm -hmm. That's what they should fucking do. If they got Jameis Winston, I would be all over all Pittsburgh receivers. I don't give a fuck. I also think... Mike Boone becomes interesting should Dalvin Cook miss any time because everybody's going to be loving them some Alexander Madison. But as we've seen in the past, when Dalvin Cook's out, it's not a one-man Alexander Madison show. It's not Alexander the Great, right? There's quite a bit of Mike Boone mixed in. That must be taken into account. Also... Andy Dalton, now that he's a starting quarterback, if he's out there and you're in two super flex leagues, something like that, and I would say, not a bad play at all. Again, he's got so many fucking weapons around him, better than he's had, just take that into consideration, and then Khalif Raymond of the Tennessee Titans, and I'll tell you why I like him, as we kind of get into a little bit of a preview for tonight's. Tuesday night's game. I'll say Tuesday night's game because you got some of you guys know I'm really recording on Monday night. So we'll get into a little bit of Tuesday night football. Tuesday, Tuesday night football is interesting. Tuesday night football. I hate Tuesdays. Some of you might know what movie that's from. Anyway, Buffalo, Tennessee. Bills are likely just gonna kick the shit out of the Titans because the Titans haven't played in a minute. They're missing a bunch of people. At wide receiver, they may have A.J. Brown, but it's probably just going to be a Khalif Raymond, which is why you need to grab him. And John o. Smith would be an excellent play, might I add. Excellent play. I think King Henry's going to run up and down the field a little bit because uh, the Bills' defense is still struggling a tad, but... Other than that, I mean, really, it's the studs, your buffalo studs that you want to play here. Sorry, my cat is making noise. No. (laughs) She wants the hell out of here, so. That's all right. I I hear you. I'm working on it. We're gonna get the hell out of here. She's ready to get the hell out of here. I'm ready, you're ready. Let's get the hell out of here, again. You know who to play on the Bills. They're going to kick their ass, some ass tomorrow night. Tonight, whatever. Psst. See, you done fucked me up, cat. This is what you did. Goosefraba. Some of you might know who that movie. Anyway, moving on. Let's close up shop. Let's get the hell out of here. Hey, hey, enjoy Football Tuesday, everybody. Fingers crossed we get it. Enjoy. Because we ain't getting it on Thursday. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep fingers crossed for week six as well, right? That could be dicey. Could be dicey. Yes, indeed. Could be dicey. We'll see. We'll see. There's those words again. Anyway. Thank you once again for listening. Please follow me on the Twitters, the Gram, all that good stuffs. You know, the YouTubes. Check it out. Just check it all out. Check me out on Player Profiler. All that stuffs. Yes. Maybe I'll even get on TikTok at some time. Probably not. (laughs) But maybe, as always, much love to you all. Don't forget to stay safe, stay vigilant, and stay mad. Because, you know, the best of us are. That's right, that's right, That's right. So, have a great week. Enjoy the football, the baseball playoffs, everything. And we will chat again later. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye. Welcome to the show. Shatter!